Learn more about Met Coal and the impact of the Metallurgical Coal Producers Association at metcoalproducers.com. And remember, Met Coal makes steel. The candlelight vigil for the Hooters in Charleston is nearing. At 6.30, a large group is expected to gather at the old building before it's demolished to share some final memories of the restaurant. Leo Browning organized tonight's vigil. I have around 30 pounds of wings, and I'm going to make 15 or 20 of the all uh, the strip cheese sandwiches, and we're just going to gather and honk for Hooters. Browning says there could be hundreds of people show up for tonight's vigil, even people from states other than West Metro News Sports. Good afternoon. I'm Joe Bricado with the WVSSAC football championships moving from Wheeling to Charleston this December. Lately Field is on the clock to continue stadium renovations and provide a good experience for the football players in the four championship games. SSAC Executive Director David Price praised the city of Wheeling for their 30-year run as the host while expressing confidence that Charleston could take the games to the next level. We felt that um, you know, Charleston would be the site for the next four years and uh, you know, with the process the way it is, willing to host 30 years, that's just unbelievable. Price was a guest on Metro News Talk Line with Dave Wilson this morning. Charleston retained the rights to host the state volleyball tournament, and the state cheer competition will be moving from Huntington back to Charleston. Today is a travel day for the WVU men's basketball team as they embark on a two-game road trip. The Mountaineers will visit sixth-ranked Iowa State tomorrow and Kansas State on Monday. WVU snapped a four-game losing streak on Tuesday with a win over UCF. A huge game at the Coliseum tomorrow afternoon as the WVU women's basketball team hosts Baylor at 2 p.m. The Mountaineers have a chance to avenge one of their four losses on the year. West Virginia stands fourth in the Big 12 with three games to play in the regular season. In her first season as head coach, Kim Caldwell can be crowned a Sunbelt Conference champion tomorrow if Marshall defeats Louisiana Monroe. And the Marshall men's basketball team looks to halt a four-game losing streak tomorrow night when they host Appalachian State at 6 p.m. You're listening to Metro News, the voice of West Virginia. I'm David Foster, landscape architect with Civil and Environmental Consultants. It's always exciting to take a project from an idea to completion. What truly is rewarding is making that project a reality in my home state of West Virginia. CEC partners with communities and organizations, helping them navigate what could otherwise be a complex endeavor to ensure your vision becomes a reality. At CEC, we engineer progress in the great state of West Virginia. Find out what CEC can do for you. WeRCEC.com. Attention outdoor sports enthusiasts, it's Donnie Davison from the Davison Brothers reminding you to join me at my favorite event of the year, the 22nd Annual West Virginia Fishing, Hunting, and Outdoor Sports Show, March 2nd and 3rd at Milan Park in Morgantown. Over 100,000 square feet of everything outdoors, all under one roof. Full event details online now at wvoutdoorsportsshow.com. The West Virginia Fishing, Hunting, and Outdoor Sports Show, March 2nd and 3rd at Milan Park in Morgantown. The Spring Mills boys basketball team has been ranked number one in the Metro News Power Index all season, and the Cardinals capped their regular season with a 21-1 record after winning at Wheeling Park 63-51 last night. Championship teams win uh, at this at this time, and uh, tonight we proved that, uh, you know, in, at Wheeling Park, the Palace on the Hill, I'm a Ohio Valley guy, man. It's, it means something to me. That Spring Mills head coach Luke Samples highlights in a postgame recap at WVMetroNews.com. For Metro News Sports, I'm Joe Bercato. ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930 present The Drive. It is Friday, February 23rd. We're getting you set for the weekend. It's The Drive on ESPN 94.1 and AM 930. I'm your host, Paul Swan. 
Our text line this hour is going to be 304-396-TALK. That's 304-396-8255. Coming up this hour, we're going to talk to Kylie Maston. Kylie ran the mile and won the gold at the Sunbelt Conference Indoor Championships. So she gets the gold with a time of 454. She also finished third in the 800 meter with a time of 211. We're going to talk to her in the next few minutes. Also, we're going to hear from you because we got a lot to get into today. I don't know where to start, honestly. Be fair. Of course, we got Marshall basketball. We got to talk about that. Saturday, the men taking on App State, the women are at ULM. The App State game's been pushed back to 6 o'clock. If you didn't get the notice on that, it's not a 4 o'clock game anymore. It's going to be a 6 o'clock game because of television. And App State's coming in. That's the big reason why this one's being televised, because of the Mountaineers receiving votes in the top 25. And so it's a good choice for the inventory usage that ESPN is required to take advantage of. And so hopefully the herd can maybe turn it around after losing – a 26-point deficit. Losing to James Madison by 26 points. So is there any hope that Marshall can turn it around in, in a short few days and be competitive with App State? That's where we'll begin with our text line this hour, and that's 304-396-TALK, 304-396-8255. And, of course, the women, I'm not saying it's a guarantee, but I feel good about the women taking on ULM getting closer to outright clinching the Sunbelt Conference regular season championship. That'll be the first Sunbelt basketball championship regular season or tournament for either the men or the women. A lot of people thought it was coming last year. Unfortunately, it didn't happen. So the women, more than likely, are going to be the outright champions, and that'll be the first time in a long time for Marshall women's basketball to claim that distinction. So congratulations to Kim Caldwell. A lot of work still to be done. I don't want to make Coach mad. I don't want to say it's easy. I don't want to say they're they're ready to go. I don't want to make Coach mad. Because if you listen to her post-game comments, sometimes she's not happy even with the win. There are things that she's looking to improve and looking ahead to the next game. So that's what I appreciate about Coach. So we'll talk basketball with you. And, of course, Kylie's coming on. I'm looking forward to that. We got a couple of things that we got to get into today. First of all, yesterday we got the news. WVSSAC is going to be taking the football championship, the Elite Eight, the Super Eight, whatever you're going to call that. That's going to Charleston. There are some strong bids out there. At least I thought there were some strong bids. The co-bid between... Huntington, Morgantown, Marshall, West Virginia. Yeah, that didn't win the day, so this is going back to Charleston. There's some improvements being made, hopefully, at the old Laley Field. I don't know if it's going to be enough, but Charleston's got it for the next few years. And then today we find out that another SSAC event is going to be leaving Huntington, and that's the cheer competition, the state cheer competition. Those were at Marshall for the last few years. And so the state cheer championship is going to be moving from Huntington to Charleston. And also volleyball, that's going to be in Charleston as well. Because you've got 
Class 4A in West Virginia, volleyball now. So the tournament is going to expand from a two-day to a three-day event this fall. And so the volleyball championships are going to stay in Charleston. The cheer competition, the championships are going to Charleston. The football championship going to Charleston. What's Charleston doing that everyone else isn't? What's Charleston's secret to success? Is it location? Is it leadership? Is it a little bit of both? Is it, as some of you might tell me, hey, look, Paul, it's all political. There's some behind-the-scene money going on. Come on, Paul, you know that, right? There's some money going on under this. You know that. I get those from time to time. Some are being sarcastic. Some are serious. Like, Paul, come on, really? You know what the deal is. There's money involved. I don't know if that's the case, but the cheer championship's leaving. What's the next mayor of Huntington to do if you want to turn this into a sports mecca? You want to turn Huntington and the Tri-State area into a sports mecca, or more importantly, if you're the mayor of Huntington, you just want to turn Huntington into a sports mecca. What do you need to do? Because all of these events are leaving, and the cheer competition, I'm sure that brought in a lot of dollars to the city. Football, of course, you got to wait a few years before you can even get a shot at that. Volleyball, I thought the Henderson Center would have been a great location for that, right? You got the new volleyball floor. Maybe a stronger push needs to be made. If if a push wasn't made, maybe one needs to be. You know, what sports would you like to see Huntington try to aggressively go after in the next round of bidding? And you know, where is Huntington and some of these other communities falling short? Or is it a case of, well, Location kills. Central location, all roads lead to Charleston. It was designed that way. Not a big loss, Paul. We've got baseball coming up, and yes, we do. Finally, we have baseball coming up less than a week. We're going to have baseball back in Huntington proper, and then minor league baseball is going to follow. So looking forward to the return of the Appalachian League as well. So we've got some good things that are happening here. But if you're looking at Huntington as a destination, you want to see Huntington become a destination for sports. And of course, you know, Barbersville's got a good lock-in on soccer, and they've got the facilities for that, and that's a great thing. And, of course, Barbersville being so closely tied with Huntington, good relationship there between the current leadership. It's a good thing. But for some of these other sports, it wouldn't have been cool to see football at Joan C. Edwards Stadium for the state championship. Wouldn't it have been cool to see that happen on a you know, rotating basis with Morgantown? I think so. You know, do you go after baseball now? Do you make an aggressive push to go after baseball? Do you make an aggressive push to go after softball? Are there some places where you think you're stronger and you can make that push? What do you do? Or is that really even an issue? Is that something you, you're looking forward to seeing city leaders do or state leaders Getting the pitch from more of a a coalition, you know, Marshall University, the City of Huntington Convention and Visitors Bureau, Chamber of Commerce. You know who's got to get involved to turn this around because now you've lost an opportunity to get football. It's not coming for several years, and you just lost the cheer competition. And what's next? I know the state wrestling tournament's always been a big deal, and hopefully that retain that's retained. I'd like to see that continue. That's a big deal. And the reason I talk about this is, of course, because this is a great opportunity to have an influx of cash come into their area. 
always a great opportunity to have an influx of cash because people are coming in and they're spending money. They're spending dollars in your area. And we've seen that before when bigger events have been in the area and what the spillover is. People are coming and spending those dollars. And I think that's something that if you're serious about, be serious about it. There's some good opportunities out there. If you're serious about those type of events in the future, what needs to be done to retain and even bring some of those events into Huntington and into the tri-state? Our text line, 304-396-TALK, 304-396-8255. The other thing I want to get into with you today, and this one's a big one. Federal judge on Friday barring the NCAA, from enforcing its rules prohibiting name, image, and likeness. That was the first sentence of the story I just saw maybe 15, 20 minutes ago. We'll talk about it. Judge says that name, image, and likeness compensation rules likely violate antitrust law and harm athletes. We'll get into that with you as well. When we continue on this edition of The Drive on ESPN 94.1 and AM 930. I can't wait to get to school. I brush my teeth and I comb my hair. I wave goodbye and I'm off to school. When I get there, I have breakfast with my friends. Then we have fun learning. I like my teacher too. She cares about me and makes me smile. You love school too. Enroll your child in pre-K or kindergarten Friday, March 1st from 8.30 to 11.30 and 12.30 to 2.30 at all Cabell County Public Schools and approved community pre-K sites. Learn more at cabellschools.com. Working Man Store in Huntington. Check out the biggest inventory of scrubs in West Virginia, featuring brands such as Healing Hands, Dickies, Cherokee, and Med Couture at the best price. Working Man Store has one of the largest selections of big and tall shirts, jackets, and jeans in the area. Working Man Store is the king of blue jeans with Levi's, Dickies, Carhartt, Lee, and Wranglers in sizes up to 72. And Working Man Store has the best selection of men's work boots and casual shoes anywhere at the best price. Working Man Store, open every day at 145th Avenue, Huntington. Hey, Tri-State. Frank's Place is where friends hang out with friends. Stop on by for happy hour from 4 to 6 p.m. and a lot of daily specials. If you're a sports fan, we have what you want. From the biggest game in professional football, NBA, NCAA basketball, and the NHL. First responders, stop by Frank's Place and check out the specials we have for you. Frank's Place, located at the River Place Plaza, next to Fratelli's. Check us out on Facebook for weekly updates and specials. Frank's Place, your home away from home. Stalwart Insurance is the name for insurance in the tri-state. They are committed to delivering tailored benefit solutions with thoughtful, strategic planning with valuable professional services. Stop by or call Stalwart Insurance for your homeowner's insurance needs. Stalwart Insurance is located right beside Kenny Queen Hardware on Route 10 in Barbersville. Call Stalwart Insurance anytime at 304-552-3883. That's 304-552-3883. Or visit them online at stalwartinsurance.com. Metro Community Federal Credit Union has been serving the Huntington community for 70 years and is proud to announce our newest location in Lavalette is now open. Wayne County residents, you now have access to a modern banking facility, a full range of services, advanced technology, expert financial advice, and even a smart coffee kiosk cafe. Learn more about Metro Community Federal Credit Union online at metrocommunityfcu.com or visit us today on 5th Street Road. Equal housing lender, member NCUA. 
The more vulnerable among us can fall victim to abuse, neglect, and financial exploitation. When navigating your way out, it doesn't have to feel like a maze. Assistance is available from Adult Protective Services. To report neglect or abuse, call 800-352-6513. Sponsored by the Administration for Community Living, West Virginia Department of Health and Human Resources Bureau for Social Services, the West Virginia Broadcasters Association, and this station. This project was supported by the Administration for Community Living, a and the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services, HHS, as part of a financial assistance award totaling $383,493, with 75% funded by ACL-HHS and 25% in the amount of $85,236 funded by state government sources. The contents are those of the authors and do not necessarily represent the official views of nor an endorsement by ACL-HHS or the U.S. government. Plum Tickle Boutique and Rise and Grind Food Truck located at 604 Belfont Road in Westwood gives you a great shopping experience with unique items and delicious food all in one location. Stop at Plum Tickle Boutique and Rise and Grind Food Truck in Westwood. This is The Drive with Paul Swan on ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. Still to come, we're going to speak with Kylie Maston. She won the gold and the mile Sunbelt Conference Championships indoor track looking really good for Thundering Herd. Women doing well. The men, I think, are going to be an improving program. Got to get that thing off the ground and, and really strong, but I think the women have really benefited over the last couple of seasons and you're seeing some improvement there. So We're going to talk to Kylie Maston in just a few minutes. You know she's an influencer. That's what Abby Herring said yesterday. She's an influencer on TikTok. Maybe I should ask her for an interview. She should interview me on TikTok so I can get get some of that glow from her. So she's coming up in the next few minutes and looking forward to that. We'll get some of your text in this hour, 304-396-TALK, 304-396-8255. So the news came down not that long ago that a federal judge is barring the NCAA from enforcing its rules which prohibit name, image, and likeness compensation from being used to recruit athletes. That grants a request for a preliminary injunction from the states of Tennessee and Virginia. That also, I think that's going to be a major blow for the NCAA. What does the NCAA even do anymore? The state doesn't like what the NCAA does takes it to a federal judge judge says nah I don't think so what left can the NCAA do so the ruling comes down U.S. District Judge Clifton Corker this is in the Eastern District of Tennessee and here is what the NCAA has been about for as long as I can remember third parties cannot pay recruits to attend a particular school That's why you have the university always fundraising. Look, we need money to build things. We need money to pay for scholarships. We need all of this. And so you donate to the school. The school's out there going and recruiting. And, of course, you know how did schools attract, in years past, student-athletes? Well, it varies. 
look, we get a strong academic program. We know you actually want to take advantage of the strong academic program we have here in whatever coursework you're looking for. And so we have that opportunity for you. Got the scholarship. You get to get a degree in whatever you want to get your degree in. And we've got some pretty nice facilities as well. Other opportunities are, look, look at our facilities. We've got an indoor facility. You want to practice indoors? We've got that. You want, you want a sauna? We got that. We got everything. Whatever they got, we got that as well. And we got this as well. And you can attach some of that to your notoriety. Like, hey, look, son, you want to come play for Alabama? You come play for Alabama, everyone's going to know who you are. You, if you do well, it could be your ticket to the NBA. When you play for the University of Kentucky in basketball, are you thinking national championship? Are you thinking, hey, look, if I do well here, I might have a solid shot at the NBA. I mean, there are hundreds of ways to recruit, but this is the universities doing the recruiting. So now, with this ruling coming down, third parties are more likely going to be involved depending on how this progresses. I'm sure there's going to be you know, more rulings coming down, but in the injunction that was granted, the judge said the NCAA's prohibiting likely violates federal antitrust law and harms student-athletes. Harms student-athletes and violates federal antitrust law. We have gone from students looking for just an opportunity to be able to profit off of name, image, and likeness. Like, look, it's expensive to be a kid. It's expensive to be a college kid. And, you know, we can't really do anything. And we get the scholarship and, you know, we're trying to scrape by to – Third parties are now going to have the ability to influence a decision more. The judge also noted in the story from the Associated Press, the story says that the NCAA's contention that allowing so-called NIL collectives to offer details or offer data, sorry, offer deals to recruit would eviscerate the difference between college athletics and professional sports and said that the, um, the reasons uh, are not persuasive pro-competitive rationalities. Said, quote, while the NCAA permits student-athletes to profit from their name, image, and likeness, it fails to show how the timing of when a student-athlete enters such an agreement would destroy the goal of preserving amateurism. This all comes down from a lawsuit that was filed January 31st. Attorney Generals of Tennessee and Virginia... I'm surprised West Virginia didn't jump in on this. Challenged the NCAA's NIL rules after it was real that the University of Tennessee was under investigation by the Association for Potential Infractions. Tennessee's Attorney General said 
that the injunction ensures athlete rights will be protected from the NCAA's, quote, illegal NIL recruitment ban. He also added in the story, uh, the bigger fight continues. So now we have a situation in which NIL, these are booster-funded third-party NIL collectives, are going to be able to influence, I think, recruiting, and probably more so in the open. I think that's the big takeaway here. It's going to happen more in the open now. You're not going to go, oh, well, yeah, we, we, we have that too. It's going to be, look, we know you're sought after. We know you're, you're looking at our school. We know you're looking at it. Let's help you make that decision. And how, how, how intertwined will these, these third-party collectives be with athletic departments? I mean, do you call up the collective and say, hey, look, I'm trying to get after this kid, give him a ring, give him a call? What can you do? What can you help me with? What can you offer? Kid really make our season. This quarterback is the best. We need a quarterback. This is the kid we're going after, getting a lot of different offers and looks. What can you do for me? Will those phone calls be made? I'm not sure ultimately how you can regulate this anymore. If I put together a collective, if I could raise all the money I wanted and I had my own collective, could I go out and just say, look, Coach, I got you. You need that quarterback? I'm going to go get him. I know you're recruiting him. I've got, I've got what he needs. I've got the right deal here. I've got the right financial package. Here I come. I'll save the day. Is that where we're going with college athletics? This roller coaster going to continue? It's more like a runaway, runaway train. It feels like more like a runaway train. There are no longer any stops on this track. This thing is just going to continue and continue and continue to the point where I don't know what the NCAA really stands for and what it does anymore. What can it do? What does the NCAA do? What authority does it really have? What can it enforce? What can it not enforce? And here we are. Third-party collectives can, in effect, it's going to come down to, we can pay recruits. You want to you go here, but if you come here, here's what you're going to make. I'm not against kids making money. I'm not against it at all, but I just think that the whole idea of college athletics is changed dynamically. And now coaches are going to have to be better recruiters. The high school ranks, coaches are going to have to be better recruiters in the transfer portal. You're going to have to have support financially because you have to match what other schools are doing, not just you know, at the power level, but in your own conference. You're going to have to be equal or greater than what the other schools in your own conference are doing. Let's turn our attention to track and field just for a few minutes. I want to talk to Kylie Maston. She's joining us on the other side of the break. And she won the mile in the indoor championship. She did it under five minutes. She got the gold medal. 
And she also finished the 800 meter with a bronze. She's a big deal, I hear, on TikTok. We're going to talk to her when we continue on this edition of The Drive, ESPN 94.1 and AM 930. Hi, this is ESPN's Mike Greenberg, and ESPN Bet is now live. The official sports book of ESPN features daily exclusives and offers with your favorite ESPN shows and personalities like me. New users get $100 in bonus bets after making any sports book bet. Download the ESPN Bet app to sign up today. I'll see you there. ESPN Bet, what a play. Must be 21 plus. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit 1-800-GAMBLER.net. All games regulated by the West Virginia Lottery. Please play responsibly. In partnership with Hollywood Casino at Charlestown Races. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Now is the time to add on a new bathroom or remodel your old one with the latest up-to-date bathroom fixtures from Mutual Wholesalers. 710 Fifth Street, Huntington. Come in today to Mutual Wholesalers Beautiful Showroom and see how your new bathroom will look. Check out Acre by Max. Have a new bathroom this year. Mutual Wholesalers, locally owned and operated. 710 Fifth Street, Huntington. Call 304-525-9118. You know, there's something about a truck you can count on and that SUV that's been on every family vacation for a decade. TikTok Tire and Uniroyal know your truck or family car is only as reliable as the tires underneath it. And that's why Uniroyal made the Laredo AT Tire and HT Tire to be the tires you trust. You know, like you trust your truck, your SUV, or TikTok Tire. Uniroyal Laredo AT and Laredo HT. See where 130 years of value takes you. For more information, stop into TikTok Tire, 2102 Avenue, Huntington, right across from the stadium or call 304 525 7831. Here's another Kindred Communications Community Chatter. The Home Energy Assistance Program is open for applications for this year. HEAP can help eligible Ohioans manage your heating bills. Find applications at your local community action agency. This Kenner Communications Community Chatter brought to you by Black Sheep Harley-Davidson, 4th Avenue and 4th Street, downtown Huntington. Online, go to blacksheephd.com. You've cut back on everything, and you're still coming up short at the end of the month. Give your local State Farm agent a call for a free discount double check. They'll show you how something as simple as combining car and home policies can save you hundreds of dollars a year. Being there to help keep more of your money is why your local State Farm agent is here. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. In Huntington, Jeff Smith, 304-781-1234. In Milton, Eric Dodson, 304-390-4515. And in Wayne, Vicki Tabor, 304-272-5149. Giovanni's has great Italian dishes, spaghetti with meat sauce, lasagna, ravioli, manicotti, and baked lasagna. Giovanni's has the best sandwiches around from the Stromboli, Italian sub, calzones, and their signature Big Red. All dinners will be served with hot garlic bread or Italian rolls. Giovanni's pizza, fresh, hot, and tasty. Have it delivered right to your door. Giovanni's. The Italian place to be. This is The Drive with Paul Swan on ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. Welcome back to our Friday edition of The Drive here on ESPN 94.1 and AM 930. We'll get some of your text in this hour. Marshall basketball coming up tomorrow for the men and women. We'll hear from you at 304-396-TALK. That's 304 396 8255. My next guest won gold at the recent indoor championship, Sunbelt Track and Field. She also brought home a, bon- uh, a bronze. And 
I found out some interesting things about her yesterday, and we're going to explore that now. I've got Kylie Mastin with us. First it up, Kylie, thank you. Appreciate you coming on with me today and talking a little bit about your accomplishments. But I don't know if I should be asking you to interview me because right now you look at your TikTok account and you have insane amount of, of views and followers. You're the big deal. Not me. It's you with your 19.8 thousand followers. That's huge. Well, I'm assuming Abby told you that. Yes, Abby told me that. Abby told me a lot of things, but uh, <laughs> I mean, that's your bestie, right? Yeah. How long is that going to last? Oh, yeah. Well, after uh, after today, I don't know. She described you as an influencer. Uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> she said you're something. Yeah, she said you're an influencer. She said you're you're a big deal that. Now, student-athletes looking at Marshall are coming based on your pool and your stroke. Yeah, I've had a couple people reach out to me. Uh, are, they, um, are they still in the process where they're recruitable athletes, or are they already on campus and signed? You know, Has it got that far yet? Um, we actually have one signed. He reached out to me last year. Um, he's, he's on campus now, so... Okay, so you've you've attributed to the team. You've accounted for at least one and maybe more coming to Marshall based off of your your cult of personality. I don't know. You're an influencer. You make things happen. I guess. Are you surprised by that? The how um, um, how yeah. it's blown up? <laughs> yeah, a little bit. How'd that start? I know. Um, I know TikTok is so hard to get people to pay attention to you, but you know, you've got videos that have hundreds of thousands of views, and it's it's not easy to do that. So, you know, how how did you get started doing that? It was just like, hey, I'm gonna do this one day, and then just blow up. Um. Yeah, I made a video about me transferring. And it kind of went a little viral, and then I decided I just wanted to continue making content. Let's talk about your journey. You transferred, and you come to Marshall. First of all, what brought you to Marshall? What made you feel like, okay, Marshall's the place I need to be. I need to leave my situation and come to Marshall. Yeah, so um, out of high school, Marshall was my second choice, and then... I went to Ball State for a year and a half and just decided it wasn't the place for me. So then I reached out to Marshall, and I decided I wanted to be there. So that was it? Just You liked Marshall? You thought, okay, Bowling Green's where it's at? That didn't turn out to be, and so you come to Marshall, and, and has it met or exceeded your expectations? Uh, yeah, definitely. I really like it there. What is it about Marshall that you fell in love with? Um, I think that there's a lot of pride in the university. Um, everybody knows the herd, and everybody's, like, proud to go to school there, and that was something that I really liked. Now, of course, as I joked with you, you have a uh, you have someone who, who basically snitched and said that you were a TikTok influencer and you're a big deal, and Abby Herring. What's, what's it been like, you know, being friends with her and – 
and building that relationship, having that support from her, because she said you were basically her biggest supporter, and I'm sure it's it's the same way. Yeah, we're definitely the first people to give each other hugs at the finish line, and we push each other every single day in workouts, but we're not competitive with each other. We kind of have um, a really good relationship, so I really enjoy um, having her as a teammate and as a friend. Is that hard? You're trying to push everyone to be the very best, but at the same time, you know, you want to win the gold. You want to become him first. Is that hard, or is that really not an issue at Marshall University, and that's why you still love you know, the decision you made? Yeah, I don't really think there's like a competitiveness on the team. We all just want to get better and be better for ourselves so that the team is better. So, yeah. Let's talk about your accomplishments. And not not TikTok. We'll get back to that in a second. But you win the gold in the mile, and you do it four minutes and 54 seconds. Was there a point where you knew, okay, this is mine? Or were you – when you crossed the finish line, you know, what was going through your mind? Um, so the race went out really slow. Um, we were just kind of, nobody was taking the lead. So I really didn't know that I was going to win until I crossed the line. So you were in that much of the zone. You just, I'm hitting for the line and here we go. Yeah, um, it was like the last 50 meters where we kind of um, started sprinting. And I just edged her out a little bit. What's that feeling like? I mean, to know you ran such a competitive race, that just to know that you know you were able to to edge someone out and to get that gold. Yeah, it's really exciting. Last year at outdoor, I was third, and um, I beat the girl who beat me last year. So that was. Um, kind of cool to be able to win because I've never um I've never won in the conference so this was your first big win and you beat the girl beat you last year Uh, does she remember you because you remembered her yeah I don't know if she remembered me I definitely remembered her (laughs) she'll remember you now don't worry about that she will remember you (laughs) yeah I guess so you also, in the 800-meter, you finished with the bronze, So, and that's an accomplishment in itself. So you, you walk away with a gold and a bronze, and yeah, this is, I mean, this is something that I think we've been pointing to for years now with Marshall Track and Field. You've, you've been around the program now. You know, what is it about this program that seems to keep moving forward and growing and showing so much potential? Yeah, every day in practice, um, in workouts and in regular runs, it's just kind of cool because we kind of just push each other to get better and better each day. Um, We push the pace a little bit sometimes more than coach would like, but we just get it done and we get the work in and we have a good time doing it. What's coach like when... um when he's out there, you know, you, you mentioned you push the pace a little bit more, but it's, it feels like, you know, there's been such a, a strong emphasis as of late for track and field for not only for the women, but now with the men. And you know, is there just, is there just an energy you can't describe about this program? You really can't put your finger on that. It seems to make this program a little more unique than others. Yeah, definitely. Um, Coach Bowen is really good about not putting pressure on you but um, encouraging you, and he's always um, so excited for everybody on the team. 
Kylie Mastin's with us. She won a gold and a bronze in the indoor championship. So you've got a little bit of a rest now before you got to go right back at it. Uh, you know, what's your process going to be like, and what is it usually when you try to transition? And can you take this momentum into the next season? Uh, definitely. It's exciting um, winning, and but it's also knowing that I'd like to defend that during outdoor. Um, we actually just started running again today, just some short mileage and we'll, these next few weeks when we're not training, we'll ramp up the mileage a little bit. And then our first outdoor meet is Charlotte. Now, indoor, outdoor, some people might say, okay, well, the only difference is one's outdoor, one's indoor. What's the difference? What's the transition like from going from indoor events to outdoor events? Is there anything specific that has to be changed other than, of course, you know, you're outdoors and you're not in a climate-controlled venue. Yeah, definitely climate's a big thing. You have to um, be able to adapt to that because you never know what the weather is going to be. We go south a lot. It's usually flat or hot. But um, we just try to get our leg turnover a little bit quicker for outdoor and really focus on speeding things up. My guest is Kylie Maston. Won the gold, won the bronze at the – Indoor championships through a Sun Belt. Team finished well fourth. So an outstanding performance from everyone. And now you move on to the outdoor. And now you've got this TikTok account that everybody knows about that they didn't already. Uh, have you been able to get Coach or anybody else on this TikTok account uh, doing? You know, what kind of content do you put out? You mentioned your transition transferring to Marshall. What do you put out there that really hits with people when they come to your account? Um, lots of relatable running and student athlete content. Abby is featured um, in almost every video. So, yeah. Does she not have her own account? I mean, you could blow her up, make her a big deal too if she doesn't. I know. She just she doesn't want to be an influencer. She would rather stick that with you. So, so you're basically going through the day-to-day life of being a, a, a track athlete at Marshall University on social media, you have her with you. You're not doing the typical dances, right? Or is that part of the mix? No, no dances for us. Just running. So really, this is serious content. I'm sure you have fun, but this is serious content that you're putting out as far as you, know, you give tips, you uh, just chart your progress and people are on their on the journey with you? Yeah, it's a little bit of everything. Um, favorite running shoes what I eat in a day, lots of running vlogs, just relatable things that people can see and they relate to. Okay, what are your favorite running shoes and what do you eat in a day? Um, I like the Saucony Triumph 21, and my favorite pre-race food is a Honey Stinger waffle. Why that? Um, the Honey Stingers, are, they're just like quick carbs, so they just give you energy for right before you're going to go run and they're not heavy on your stomach. So what is your diet like? I'm curious. You have to, I'm sure, put in a lot of calories, a lot of energy just to maintain. You know, what is your diet like to try to, to try to be the best you can be? Yeah, I think that people don't realize uh, we eat a lot more than um, the average person and uh, we, we don't always eat the best foods, you know, we're going to get a sweet treat at the end of every day. 
what is your favorite sweet treat then? Is there is there that one thing that like okay if if I just if I do it this well if I if I push myself another ten minutes I can have this. Uh, a cookie dough blizzard from Dairy Queen. All right, I'm on top. I'm on top of that. Yeah, I'm, <laughs> I'm down with that as well. That's that's pretty decadent though. Yes, I'm I'm with you on that. What's uh What's Abby like? Um, she likes the. Chocolate Brownie Extreme from Dairy Queen. Okay. So I feel like there's going to be a TikTok video about that soon, if there isn't already. Yeah, definitely. Kelly Masson's with us with the gold and the bronze. So you're a pretty big deal, as we've established. You're a social media influencer. People are, are, are watching your stuff and, and maybe coming to Marshall now. What about the people that maybe aren't on TikTok, like your family? You know, what's going what's going through their mind right now to see the success you're having at this moment? Yeah, um, my my parents are really proud. Everyone in my family is really proud. They're actually on TikTok, so they're all. My grandma's even on TikTok. What? She comments on all my videos. Oh yeah. Who has more followers, her or you? I'm probably you. Yeah, it's me. She's got a few though. What does she just comment, or does she watch videos, or is she making content as well? No, she's not making any videos. She just likes to get on there and see what I post. Okay, so your family's on TikTok. They're more observing and watching, and you're you're more of the creator. Uh, you're going to do YouTube, any other social media? You're going to build this empire? Uh, I'm not sure yet. I guess we'll see where it goes. And I'm curious. I'm going to have to go through all these videos later. Is, uh, has Coach been on any of these? Um, I think we've gotten him in a few. Not many. He doesn't usually participate, but a couple. Okay, so that's the goal now is to get him on uh, a couple more. Oh, yeah, definitely. All right, so if anyone wants to follow you on TikTok or any other social media outlet, here's your chance. Tell people where they can find you, and I'm sure you wouldn't mind a few more 100,000 followers. Uh, my username is Kylie.Maston on TikTok. <laughs> is that the only platform you're really using? Are you using X or anything else uh, that you want to share? Uh, not, not really for running content, just TikTok. Okay. So Kylie.Maston is where it's at. And there's even video of you with your gold medal and some of your performances. So it's not just, you know, content that you're making. It's content of you in action. So everyone can follow you and, how big do you think this can get? I mean, you want to try to push it to the next level? You know, is uh, content creation something you want to continue to do after your career is over at Marshall? Yeah, actually, I'm a dietetics major, so I really like the food side of everything. So I'm kind of thinking about transitioning it eventually to to that sort of stuff. Okay, so, yeah, you really do know then, you know, what you need and what others need. Are you Are you looking to do that? you know, in a sports-related manner or, you know, you just in general? Uh, definitely. Sports is definitely what I want to do with it at the end of the day. Outstanding. Kylie Masson's with us. Won the gold and the bronze at the conference championships. The mile finished first. Big deal. That was your first gold. That was your actual – yeah, so I understood you right. That was your first gold in college competition. Yeah. Okay. And had you medaled previously any other time? Yeah, I've gotten a couple bronze in cross country and then last year outdoor bronze in the 1500 and then 
second for the DMR indoors last year. Okay, so this is the first gold for you and uh, first of many, I hope. Yep, hopefully. Kylie, thank you so much. I appreciate it. Uh, Hopefully uh, we get you a few more followers, but I don't think that uh, you need my help. I need your help as far as social is concerned since your account's really blown up. Thank you for having me. Thanks, Kylie. That's Kylie Mastin. TikTok influencer. I mean, looking at her account right now, uh, there's some really cool stuff here. So if you're interested in following her on TikTok, it's Kylie.Maston. Some good content here as uh, she charts her journey across coming to Marshall and, of course, in her career in track and field. We will take your text when we continue, 304-396-TALK, 304-396-8255. This is The Drive on ESPN 94.1 and AM 930. Looking for fast, easy, and secure electronic banking? Community Trust Bank has a wide variety of banking services to meet your needs, including internet banking, bill pay, and mobile banking. We have even more great services like Apple Pay and Google Pay. Make payments directly from your smartphone. And Zelle, a fast, easy, secure way to send and receive money from your smartphone. Visit us on the internet at ctbi.com or stop by and see us at one of our 79 branch offices. Community Trust Bank, building communities built on trust. Member FDIC, equal housing lenders. Stalwart Insurance is the name for insurance in the tri-state. They are committed to delivering tailored benefit solutions with thoughtful, strategic planning with valuable professional services. Stop by or call Stalwart Insurance for your homeowner's insurance needs. Stalwart Insurance is located right beside Kenny Queen Hardware on Route 10 in Barbersville. Call Stalwart Insurance anytime at 304-552-3883. That's 304-552-3883. Or visit them online at stalwartinsurance.com. Hey, Tri-State. Frank's Place is where friends hang out with friends. Stop on by for happy hour from 4 to 6 p.m. and a lot of daily specials. If you're a sports fan, we have what you want. From the biggest game in professional football, NBA, NCAA basketball, and the NHL. First responders, stop by Frank's Place and check out the specials we have for you. Frank's Place, located at the River Place Plaza, next to Fratelli's. Check us out on Facebook for weekly updates and specials. Frank's Place, your home away from home. My brother-in-law died suddenly, and now my sister and her kids have to sell their home. That's why I told my husband we could not put off getting life insurance any longer. An agent offered us a 10-year, $500,000 policy for nearly $50 a month. Then we called SelectQuote. SelectQuote found us identical coverage for only $19 a month, a savings of $369 a year. Whether you need a $500,000 policy or a $5 million policy, Select Quote could save you more than 50% on term life insurance. For your free quote, call Select Quote at 1 800 452 5050. That's 1 800 452 5050. Or go to SelectQuote.com. 1 800 452 5050. That's 1 800 452 5050. Select Quote. We shop. You save. Details on example rate at selectquote.com. In the tapestry of life, we encounter stories of legacy and accomplishment, but sometimes also abuse, neglect, or financial exploitation. Adult Protective Services understands the importance of safeguarding the well-being of our loved ones, our neighbors, and our community. To report neglect or abuse, call 800-352-6513. Sponsored by the Administration for Community Living, West Virginia Department of Health and Human Resources, Bureau for Social Services, the West Virginia Broadcasters Association, and this station. This project 
project was supported by the Administration for Community Living, ACL, and the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services, HHS, as part of a financial assistance award totaling $383,493, with 75% funded by ACL-HHS and 25% in the amount of $85,236 funded by state government sources. The contents are those of the authors and do not necessarily represent the official views of nor an endorsement by ACL-HHS or the U.S. government. Plum Tickle Boutique and Rise and Grind Food Truck located at 604 Belfont Road in Westwood gives you a great shopping experience with unique items and delicious food all in one location. Stop by Plum Tickle Boutique and Rise and Grind Food Truck in Westwood. This is The Drive with Paul Swan on ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. A couple of scores to update you on. Marshall softball, bottom of the six, tied with Drake, three apiece. Marshall baseball, bottom of the sixth, leading Michigan State 10-3. Don't forget, we've got baseball coming up. March 1st. We'll have that game for you right here on ESPN 94.1 and AM 930. Welcome back to today's edition of The Drive here on ESPN 94.1 and AM 930. Let's go to our text line this hour. Texter says, Paul, I want to hear from Fred Persinger about the state football moves. Well, I think Fred will have some interesting things to say. Of course, Fred, host of high school game night. We have that every fall right here on ESPN 94.1 and AM 930. And of course, I'm sure Fred will have a lot to say about the potential move. Fred's been a big supporter of Wheeling because they do a good job. So I don't know what he has to say about the move just yet. But I think we'll have to pick his brain here in the next few days. We'll try to get him on sometime next week. If his schedule allows, we'll have him on give us a little bit more of an overview of what he thinks has happened, should happen, and why it happened. All right, our text line continues to be open, 304-396-TALK, 304-396-8255. We've got basketball coming up tomorrow. It's a 6 o'clock tip. We go on the air at 5 o'clock with our pregame show. Be at the Henderson Center. Marshall, App State, last time these two teams met, not that long ago, it was not a pretty showing for the Thundering Herd. I got the box score from this one. And I almost wanted to throw it away. Jacob Connors shot 50% from the three-point line, three of six that game. He was four of nine, had 11 points. Cam Kerfman, five of 15 in that game. Nate Martin, 12 rebounds, eight points, close to a double-double. But he got half his points from a free-throw line. He was two of seven from the field. Uh, Obina and Achille Killen. That's where we started to see him fade. One of 14 in that game, three points, had three fouls, one turnover, two rebounds. The big scorer that night was Kevon Boyles, had 19 points in that one. Marshall got outscored by App in that game, 38-20 to in the paint. Turnovers weren't so bad. Didn't hurt the herd that well. The bench points, really, that was different, but... I don't think that I don't even know why I look at that stat because Marshall doesn't use the bench that much. Marshall doesn't go to the bench very often, so it's not like Danny's swapping them out like Kim Caldwell does. 
So I don't know why I go to that stat a lot. But Marshall only trailed by three, wasn't it? Yeah. No, it was two. It was a two-point deficit at halftime. They were down 31-29. Second half where they got really beat up, 42-29 difference in the score. Does Marshall have a chance? Can Marshall bounce back after, I think, a terrible loss? You might have a different opinion than I do, and that's fine. But you lose by 26 points, and that's not a good loss. You lose by five, you lose by seven, okay, that's that's fine. Hate to lose, but okay. You lose by 10, all right, that's fine. But by 26, that's not a good outcome. And, of course, poor three-point shooting, Bina Anicilli killing. I, I don't even know what's going on with him right now. I hope it's not a confidence issue. He's a capable basketball player. And, of course, we're going to have senior night on Saturday as well in front of a television audience on ESPN2. Can Marshall get this thing going? Three games to go until the tournament. I'm curious what the fans are going to be like on Saturday. Pensive? Will there be a huge turnout for a Saturday game? I hope to see you there. We go on the air tomorrow, 5 o'clock, right here on ESPN, 94.1 and AM 930. Thanks for tuning in. I want to thank my guest, Kylie Mastin, for joining us. It's been fun to get to know these young ladies in track and field, learn more about what they do on a day-to-day basis, and become more of a fan of track and field. So I appreciate them taking the time to be with me and talk about their sport and what they do. A lot of good things are happening with Marshall Track and Field. So a tip of the old cap to what they're doing. That's going to do it. Thanks for tuning in. Back with you on Saturday, and then we'll be back with you on Monday for the show here on ESPN 94.1 and AM 930. Retransmitting in Glorious FM on 94.1 W227BS Huntington. This is 930 WRVC Huntington, celebrating 100 years of broadcasting. Introducing In Your Business, a podcast highlighting thriving Huntington area businesses. Presented by Moses Auto Mall. Online at MosesMeansMore.com. In Your Business tells the story of Huntington's successes and where you can gain invaluable insights and advice from seasoned entrepreneurs. Produced by Kindred Communications and the Huntington Regional Chamber of Commerce, find it on kindredcom.net, huntingtonchamber.org, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.